When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the official Red Sox podcast, Inside the Monster, presented by Odyssey with myself, Steve Peralt, and Joey Capone. It is time for a new batch of DMs. It is slide in the DM. It's been a minute, Joey, since we've done this. Okay, folks. (laughs) (laughs) We got DMs. (laughs) Yeah, dude, it's been a bit. I'm I'm stoked for this. I got two, I got a couple things to share. I've been also reading in the um the the dms which i usually don't do i usually just let you do the whole reading thing not my strong point again yeah but yeah. uh checking them out you guys nailed it this week really good, good dms yeah well i think people were ready i think it's been a while since we've done dms people's questions thoughts have been building up and they delivered especially for like we we tweeted out at like sunday night at like 10 30 they're in the rain delay and you guys delivered so well mm-hmm. done first one comes in from mike hey mike this one's for Joey. My son was born last week. How long was it till you got sprayed mid-change? Dude, so luckily my son has never peed on me um, in during a diaper change. And uh, only one time did he did he spray in general, but it was diarrhea, dude, across the room. Oh, God. So it was like I took off his, thing, his diaper, and he shot across the wall, like across the room, <laughs> hit the wall, and I yelled for my then wife, and I was like, "You gotta come here, please." <laughs> you would not believe what. And this she thing walked just in, and, like eyes wide, and was like, "What happened? What did you do? Oh, what did you do to God. the baby?" Yeah. So uh, pretty quickly, dude, it happens right away. That's funny, Mike. Congrats on congrats having on a baby son. Too. Yeah. Mike has, as I mentioned every time, he has a the dog, dog named, named Nomar. Nomar. There you go. This comes in from Adam. Yo, Adam. Out of all the Fenway bars, who has the best honey mustard? Here's the deal, Adam. I haven't really gotten fangies at a lot of bars around Fenway. You did uh, You did when we went out. Um, what's that place called? Not Charlie Morton's. Charlie Morton's. <laughs> Just the- <laughs> what is it called? <laughs> what are you talking about? Charlie Moore che- Outdoors. Cheeky Monkey? Che- yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> We went to Charlie Morton's right outside of Fenway Park and got chicken fingers. Everyone knows the best chicken fingers in town are at Charlie Morton's Charlie Morton outdoors. Steakhouse. Yeah. <laughs> um, was it? Was, yeah, those, do you remember the attendees there? Any good? Musty? They weren't bad. They weren't bad. Yeah. So we'll yeah we'll say that cheeky monkey got some friends over there. So we'll we'll give them sure. the shout out. Why not? Uh, this comes in from Tom. Yo, Tom. Hey, guys, what's your favorite memory from the 04 World Series season? I would say it's when they won it, won it all, you know? Did they win that year? Yeah, I would say it's when they, I would say it's when they won it all. Uh, I, I've said this a, a million times. The Dave Roberts deal is the like, top three moment of my life. 
the is seat. that that that's it's the Dave Roberts steel. What else is in there? Your son pooping on the floor. This my son pooping on the wall <laughs> is number two, and then um, number one I think actually was on this show. I said this is the best moment of my life. I don't remember what I said it about, but I I meant it in the moment. So that's number one. All right, cool. This comes in from Marcos. What's up, Marcos? Hey, Marcos. Question for Steve: Why did you take the park ranger hat out of the rotation? Um, great question, Marcos. I, I wanted to keep that as a, a kind of a 2018 thing, mainly. I think I wore it in 2019 a little bit, but this last week I might just bring it back. I'll bring the Jurassic Park Ranger hat back. I he also has answered, another one in here. I was going to say, I think you answered that one the last time we did this. DM yeah, show. I think I just, I think I just read, I, I think, think I just read, read the, the wrong one, one from Marcos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I screenshotted it, and I'm realizing there's two questions on here. So, Marcos, I answered yours twice, and now we're going to answer the one that you did on Sunday. Down in the DM, what's the longest weather delay you have stayed for, and was it worth it? Joey, does anything come to mind there? I I think to the one that we stayed at. I would agree. I think it's that. And we waited for a while. We waited for a while. And they played uh, the whole rain delay playlist like twice yeah. around. And they there played were people umbrella. out dancing in the rain. That was pretty mm-hmm. cool. I think there was somebody who ran on the field during the rain delay. Yeah. And then got that got carted out, as you do, because you're not allowed on the field just because there's not a baseball game going on. Can't be doing that. Yeah. That was, that was probably the longest one. We met up with a couple of minor league pitchers. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. the system, a couple of guys from Portland. Yeah, that yeah. no, this is definitely the answer. And then we ended up sitting behind the dugout, and and I think Story went deep. Mm-hmm. A couple guys went deep. They ended up winning. They still had they were they had the taps open still too, which yeah, was they did. crazy because I think it was like the seventh inning that it got the yeah. Lead. We met up with Coop for a little bit. Yeah, it would be this year. It was yeah, this year. That was a good I time. mean, most of the time with rain delays, they keep you pretty honest if it's going to be that long. I haven't been at many, honestly. Luckily, I haven't been at many rain delays. And that one was probably the longest we stayed there. And it was fun. This comes in from Jacob. So, yes, it was worth it. Uh, it was hey, worth it. Hey, Jacob. If each of you had to choose one hitter and one pitcher for Bloom to bring in this offseason, who would it be? Try and say different people if you can. Uh, DeGrom and uh, Otani. <laughs> I mean, the Those best. are your two? Yeah. Um, I mean, the two guys that came to mind immediately was Aaron Judge and, and Diaz. Edwin Diaz. Like, that. that would... If you had Judge and Diaz, which is not going to happen, but if that happened, I would be ecstatic. Specifically, I Diaz. Specifically, I'm just if we're if we're being real, mm. I think there's a real chance Diaz actually ends up here, and that would make me very excited. I think Aaron Judge. I got it at three percent that he ends up to the Red Sox. I just don't believe that anybody would leave the Mets for whatever reason. I just think like if they're good at baseball, Steve Cohen's going to keep paying them to play baseball. You know what I mean? And he's and he's going to pay them top dollar. Yeah, if that's the thing. if you look at if you're having fun there, and I mean, let's be real, what team looks like they're having the most fun? It's the Mets. It's the Mets. So, and I, I mean, let's see though, Joey. Let's see what happens here. In I don't know. Yeah, I just think I can't imagine a scenario in which Steve Cohen's like, "Hey, I know you've been like the marketing face of the team this year, but uh, but take a hike." Yeah, no, nah, we can't really match these other offers. It's like, no, you, you're a Met. People of the Mets, the trumpets, and all that. Like, you're sticking around here. So, I don't know. That's just where my brain goes. I'd love him here, but I don't know. Mets stay Mets in my mind. This is coming in from someone that doesn't have a name, so we'll call him Billy. What up, Billy? 
Did Joey finally watch all those classic baseball movies? Nope. Next question. We're, we're going to do that as its own thing. Sure. It's so I think we'll weird. do like a little Sandlot breakdown or something it, like that. You know what? I think I, I think I found a good way to put it the other day. Uh, St- well, Steve, what's your favorite baseball song? My what? You heard me. What's your favorite baseball song? Oh, do you not have one? Because take it's me out to the weird. ball game. You listen to "Take Me Out to the Ball Game." You just like dude every day. Every day when I wake up, I I put on "Take Me Out to the Ball Game." My point exactly. So that's that's how I feel about like sports movies. It's like why would I mix those things? I like good movies and like sports are better when they're real sports and what not when they're like. Are you about to say movies. sports movies are dumb? Is that sports what you're getting at? are not as good as sports or as good as good movies. You know? This is one of the weirdest arguments How I is that? I've heard. I think that's pretty. I think that's pretty on the nose. It's like, when was the last time you saw a sports movie up for an Oscar? Well, I mean, Marvel movies aren't up for Oscars, and those are fun to watch. Like, what? I don't watch Marvel movies. I you don't want what we've confirmed is you just don't stuff. watch movies. I you watch don't watch movies. Good artful stuff. Oh, what, what what's the artful stuff you're seeing, Joey? If you must know. Yeah. I watch all sorts of stuff. You are so highbrow, you wouldn't even get it. You, you wouldn't, wouldn't even, even get understand, it. man. You wouldn't get it. A three-hour movie of a, a black and white pig pen with no music. You wouldn't get it. Yeah. Well, you, you watching Coda? Because I went to film school in Western New Hampshire, so yeah, I kind of get it. You big Coda guy? Oh, Coda! Uh, I didn't see Coda. You didn't see Coda? No, I didn't. I should have. I, I try to watch all the Oscar movies before the Oscars. I have like a big Oscar party, and uh, you're more than invited this year if you'd like to come. It's a nice little mid-off season thing. I you gotta you gotta dress up. You gotta dress up. Mid-off? I don't think that's mid-off season. The Oscars? Yeah, it's not really mid-off season. It's like it's like it's almost Super spring Bowl. training. It's like yeah, it's like the week before the Super Bowl. Uh, you see Parasite. Yeah. All right. Shape of Water. Yep. Moonlight. You're just naming all these. I bet I could name a couple <laughs> more back. But, yeah. I'm just naming all these best pictures. Yeah, you're just <laughs> looking up best picture winners. <laughs> yep. I don't know. What I'm getting Moonlight. At. Moonlight was good. Moonlight actually was good. Moonlight was good. That was the year that they announced La La Land, and then uh, as they were giving their thank you speech, they're like, "Actually, you didn't win." No, it says right here, Moonlight. I still can't believe that happened. I know. That was one of the most viral moments in the history of the country, and that's not even a stretch at all. You know what the craziest thing is? Is that it was a live broadcast on like a major network, so they mm. still had like a timed off-air moment. So they yeah. broke the news like, no, you didn't win. It was Moonlight. Okay, thank you so much for watching the 93rd <laughs> Oscars. Everybody have a great night, and then got out. Jimmy Kimmel had no idea what to do. He was yeah. just like, I, hey, you know. It, Sorry. It's funny when you just fill in with words and you just like, ah, I, Got I don't know. And then, yeah, Twitter exploded, dude. That was a that was a great night. Yeah, that was absolutely crazy. Uh, this comes in from Daniel. What up, Daniel? Daniel says, what is your ideal lineup for next year? Abraham Almonte leading off. Yeah, if Almonte's not leading off, then ideally Edwin Diaz at second. I don't know what to tell you. Let me try to craft up a ideal lineup for next year. I mean, it's pretty much just the outfield that you're questioning, right? Because like we know the infield. Yeah. 
and like well you know bogey pending of course sure but i'm ideal the question is ideal yeah the ideal the ideal yes yeah yeah. um it's probably going to be reese behind the dish then and that's it judge doogie kike who's your dh next year is it just rotating i think it's rotating yeah, I'd honestly be surprised, and, and we'll we'll obviously get a lot uh, more into this in the off season. But I'd be very surprised if they went out for a specific DH guy. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to do it. it. It's if Cora had it his way, he would definitely want that to be a get off your feet position at DH. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think about Tommy Pham coming back next year? I would support it. I mean, I'd like it. I mean, what do you think, like odds wise? I think it's a decent chance. Yeah. He he seems to like it here. I know certain guys like that end up just you know playing for a lot of teams, and that's who they are. Like mm-hmm. he'll end up in like who knows, um, Arizona or something. Like oh cool, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like there you go, nice. But no, I'd like to have him back. I mean, I think he's been a good fit. He's an interesting dude. Tommy Fan's a a unique dude, mm-hmm. and I think the guys like him a lot, which matters, especially for somebody that comes in during the season. It's hard to really fit in. I think him and McGuire fit in well, so. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised, honestly. But Daniel, we're, we're gonna we're gonna answer that question more in depth this off season. Yeah, I want to I want to give you a I don't want to rush that answer for a projected lineup, so we're not gonna do that just yet. No, uh, this I'm comes in do. from Sean, our guy Sean that did our uh, our image there. Oh, that was great. Yeah, we should shout yeah, him out. We for had that. some we great. had some mega tans going on. In yeah, that we one. did. Well, we, it was our LA skin. It was the LA end of our LA trip. <laughs> That was the only time I like had a tan all year, so I was like, all right, let's just crank this thing Hell up. We yeah. might as well. <laughs> he goes, does Joey have any good stories? I think it's a good time for you to tell some oh, stories, Joey. Damn, yeah, I got a story or two. Um, yep. I, I've definitely hyped these stories too much, but I feel like it's it's worth telling. I wanted to tell it on, on the regular show, but I'll, I'll whatever. Um, today, people clapped for me, and I'm going to tell you why. Yes. So, excellent, beautiful morning, right? Me and my son, we go to... The Children's Museum, which is like, um, like right down the street from our house, and uh, it, it's like ten bucks. It's like the best thing, right? He goes and he plays with his stuff. We have a great little morning, and then we're gonna go get brunch together, right? So, him and I, we go and 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 we get a big old plate of scrambled eggs at my favorite joint, and. Uh, we sit down in like the secondary seating room because it's kind of clogged up here, right? Sunday mm-hmm. Sunday brunch time, it gets filled up, you know? Second room has one massive flaw. No music. It is silent in there. There is people at maybe six of the 20 tables that are in there. But for the most part, this is an empty silent room yeah aside from one table i am i am all the way from the window like against the back wall right there is a table of three folks right up against the window other side of the dining room is two uh 20 something women and one 40 or 50 year old russian man and i know that he's russian because he is talking the loudest anyone has ever talked in a Russian accent about Russia. 
And like the second I sit down, I realize like nobody else is going to make a peep. And like, we're all just going to listen into this guy's conversation. And the, the two women that he's with, like every time he stops talking and it's their turn to talk in the conversation, they're like talking extra quiet, almost as if to tell him, Hey, if you, if you speak at this volume, like we can hear you. Yeah. You don't need yeah. to be screaming. And he's yelling and um, he's he's talking just kind of generally about the difference of like Russia and America, right? Mm. And um, he says something to the effect of like, um, uh, you know, America's great because it's like the land of opportunity. You can come here and and you can choose your own income. You know, with in a communist country, you know, no matter how hard you work, you make the certain amount of money. Come here, work harder, make more money. And these two American girls are like, yeah, that's the, that's the idea. It doesn't always work that way. But yeah, that's the general concept. It doesn't, you know, in practice, it is what it is, right? And he, and he starts going on and on about like the politics of communism versus capitalism, right? And I'm starting to look around the room. And I'm like, anybody want to make some eye contact with me real quick? anybody want to just like post up with me and tell me like hey we're all hearing this too it's kind of going not great over there because this girl god bless her soul dude she's like combating things she's like you know where i disagree with you is here wrong do not do that what are you doing i don't know the situation i don't know if they're co-workers i don't know what's going on they didn't look like father daughter i don't know what, what was going on but don't be like you know, where I disagree with you is here, unless you're like on the debate team and this is not the place. And so I'm, so I'm looking around and peeking. There's one guy like five feet behind me, right? And I look over at him and he doesn't look at me. And I like hold eyes on the side of this guy's head for a second because I'm like, you've got to look at me, dude. You're the closest person to me. Nothing. Dude gives me absolutely nothing. The conversation devolves between the Russian guy and these two girls into news networks, Right. And he says, um, you know, CNN and NBC are like, uh, they remind me of the Russian propaganda. You know, the Russian propaganda tells you all these lies and stuff like about how uh, they say that Ukraine attacked Russia first. And then these girls get up and leave. And they're like, what did you just say? And he's like, no, that's not what I, that's not what I said, right? There's a whole miscommunication. I can see it from the outside, but I'm like, Whatever. I'm like, everybody's silent. Everyone's looking down. This is loud. And it's like geopolitical. And it's like, this is horrible. This is horrendous, right? Dude's walking out. And there's a moment where I am perfectly between him leaving and Mr. No Look right behind me. The guy who I had stared at never turned. As he's passing, Mr. No Look stands up oh no and goes just so you know 15,000 Chechenian troops marched across the Georgian border and I was like and I st- I stood up and I what was like going on where was this at this is at brunch at like a nice place <laughs> and I stood up and I went shut up <laughs> everyone shut up what are we doing? This is not the place. 
And the dude, I swear to God, goes, this is the place. This is the United States of America. And I was like, no, it's not. It's the Bridge Cafe on Elm Street. I'm with a two-year-old. Can we stop, please? Claps. 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 There you go. And I waved and said, thank you very much. And I sat down and I ate my scrambled eggs with my son. Wow. That was crazy. It was insane. It was insane. I, I felt like I was, I was going to be caught in the crossfire of some real stuff going on there. Yeah. And instead, I, who was the hero in the end of the story? That is something. Me. One thing I've learned about Joey is he's not afraid of confrontation, um, but it needs to be worth it. Got to be. I think that's. I think that's fair. Large. Yeah. Yeah. For Joey to be like, "What the hell's going on here?" You. Yet you, you had to have crossed like some really obvious checkpoints of what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the volume thing is the first one. It's like, dude, I you can't, can't stand be doing that. You can't be. People that have no regard for people around them are just the worst. That is the worst crop of humans we got. That'll just blah blah blah. It's like, shut up. Like we're all, I don't you care know, if I'm intervening annoying. in your day here. It's like, Ugh, the worst. Yeah, the worst. Well, you got you got a standing O, Joey. Yeah, it's impressive. It was a sitting O, but it was an O. Nah, it's an, an O's an O. Everyone, uh, the classic phrase. Hey, an O's an O, dude. <laughs> um, there you go. This comes in from T A. What up? T A. T A's a she. I, I don't. I don't what know. We'll just. Yeah, T.A. Uh, if you could make your ideal starting lineup with any players in the majors right now, who would it be? Bonus points for a few other starters and BP arms and a manager. Uh, Cora as the manager, BP arm, Mike Brenly. Mm. <laughs> I read BP arm as who's throwing batting practice, not, not bullpen arms, so Mike Brenly's throwing batting practice. I didn't, yeah, I didn't. <laughs> Only now am I getting that. Yeah. yeah, I guess she definitely meant bullpen. But we'll just go lineup. I, I jotted a lineup down, a dream lineup that checks off every position with one guy moving to a position that he hasn't played before, I don't believe. I'd have Mookie Betts leading off. I know. I'm so sorry. Oh, my God, Mookie. Mookie mm. Betts leading off. Aaron Judge hitting second. Rafael Devers hitting third, playing third. By the way, Mookie's playing left, Judge playing right. Mike Trout hitting cleanup. Center field, Ronald Acuna Jr. is our DH. Xander Bogarts, shortstop, hitting sixth. Nolan Arenado hitting seventh, playing second. So that's the only guy I know he's at there. I moved him to second for this exercise because I can't have a team without Nolan on it. Freddie Freeman hitting eighth, playing first. And JT Real Muto catching in the ninth spot. That's literally my exact lineup. I know. You looked at it. You were like, oh, my God. That's is... crazy. Yeah. That's so there so we go. Nice. That, that's our lineup. That's our. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. We built it. Right. Yeah. Right. No, well, I think what happened is we each separately built one and brought it to the table. And we were like, wait a second. It's the same one. It's the same one. And if you want, I mean, if if you're a big Shohei guy, just put him in there for Acuna and, and have a good time. Uh, this comes in from Toasty. What up, Toasty? Who's your favorite Yankee killer, and why is it Tristan Casas? Probably Tristan Casas. Probably Tristan Raphael Casas. Devers. I love the Devers Cole thing. I love it. I was How trying do you to not? find the quote. See, so yeah, Casas told us four years ago, the day after he was drafted, I was searching for this quote card, and I found it. 
in New York, they're not going to like me too much. That's great. That was four years ago. And now it's here. And now it's here that he's already hit two homers in Yankee Stadium. Love I that. feel like Tristan is a perfect person to have as an anti-Yankee guy because he's not going to get rattled at whatever the jabroni Yankee fans are going to say to him. He doesn't give a damn. This yeah. guy is so zoned in. I think someone had asked him, like, oh, is it, you know, there's a lot going on at Yankee Stadium. Like, what's it like in the batter's box? And he's like, it's me and the voice in my head that, you know, keeps me on track. And that's all I hear. I'm like, yeah, I kind of expected yeah. he was going to say something like that. Sounds right. But, yeah, it sounds about right. It's this guy's just talking to his, you know, voice in his head during at bats. I could see that. He's so. a fun kind of weird. He is. Like he's him. definitely, Costas is definitely a little weird, but mm. it's the good weird. It's a good weird. Definitely a good weird. Chaotic, it's a good, good. weird, and, and Yankee fans are going to be scared of it for years to come. A couple more. A couple more DMs. Comes in from Tommy. Hey, Tommy. Which historic moment were you more excited for, a judge to hit for the AL home run record or pool holes hitting 700? Well, I missed pool holes hitting 700. So, I mean, it's judge. Either way, it was going to be judge because... Um, I mean, it's just, it's a smaller sample size. It's just like, okay, yeah, I'm, I've been very well aware of this the whole time. Whereas, like, you yeah. know, Pujols is kind of like you check in and you're like, wait, he has, you know, he has how many? Yeah, where's, where's he at, huh? Yeah. And we're also in the middle of the judge thing. It's, you know, four gamer with the socks. Yeah. We saw him hit 56 and 57 at Fenway. Like, it's been a thing. We, mm. When we had, talking Jake on over a month ago we were talking about it this has been a thing for a few months so it's got to be Aaron Judge and he's uh gonna be on the socks this comes in from Big Socks Guy first up shout out to Big Socks Guy great account I didn't know I didn't know about Big Socks Guy the Twitter Mm. account until this year Mm. big fan of Big Socks Guy he's very tuned in keeps me honest we've had some good combos on Twitter Mm. I remember it that all that socks are back stuff Mm-hmm. He was honest with me. We had a convo. He was like, hey, I just think you probably got a little too excited here. <laughs> and I, I think you probably went a little too in. And I was like, big socks guy, you're right. I was like, you're mm-hmm. right. And it was just that was, the, crazy it was just that the, was this year. That was feels like I know. forever ago. It was, it was a fair convo. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, this is like a reasonable person that I can have a convo with. Okay. Yeah, I didn't so, even want to bring that up to you. So shut up, big socks guy. <laughs> no, shut up, big socks guy. Big yeah. socks guy has been great. Um, my bad if I missed this at some point this year, but from the early episodes, maybe the first one, what is Joey's real name? <laughs> so my real name's Joey. My real name is Joey Capone. That's my God-given name. Well, it's Joseph Capone, but um, no, I mean, so the uh, the story's like not that interesting. I like funnily alluded to it early in the show and said like, ooh, I wasn't even born with this name, which is true, but like not in like a, I didn't like go and change my name because I'm in the mob or something. Uh, there's not even a mob, so don't look into it. Um, no, I was just adopted. I was born Andrew, which is so unfitting. I am not an Andrew. Uh, can you picture me Andy? I was going to be Andrew. That's my middle name, but I was going to be Andrew. Can you imagine if this was the double Andy show? The a- Andy times two podcast, because that name's awesome. Because obviously it's what we'd call it. Because it's yeah. sick. Andy X2 pod. <laughs> we mostly talk about like BMX. I was going to say we mostly talk about Toy Story. and Just how sure. cool it was that he had those toys. We could just, <laughs> I'll up. talk about BMX or whatever I said. And then you can talk about that. 
our yeah. conversations will and never And there's so intersect. much material there where it's just like, remember Andy with all his toys? And I'm like, did you see this other guy ride his bike? And then we would just talk about that for 100 episodes and just keep going. That would be so great. It, maybe in another lifetime, brother. Another Last show. one. Last right. one here. Comes in from Sean. Again, our boy Sean. Hey, Sean. Sean great, great on the graphics. Sean is, Sean is really... Shout out to Sean. He's putting a lot of work. Mm. And I think he's done some stuff for the MLB page this year. Mm. Dude's been working yeah, on Yeah, some, uh, some MLB Europe and South America stuff, I think, too. Yeah. No, he's, he's gotten his foot in the door there. He did a cool Miggy graphic, and you're crushing it, Sean. Uh, what's been your favorite moment from the first season slash year of the podcast? What do you got, Joe? Or Andrew? <laughs> I wish I was AJ. I always wanted to be an AJ. What do you got, AJ Capone? But now the last AJ that I know is a real piece of work. Yeah. <laughs> the first thing I thought of when you said that. I was like, interesting choice. I know, a real curmudgeon, huh? Your favorite or, moment? I'm trying Andrew. to stall. <laughs> I'm trying to think of one. Uh, I, I got one immediately. I hated every second of it, dude. Oh, my like, God. This has been the worst. This How am I supposed worst. to pick a good one? How am I supposed to do this again next year? Um, I, I would say one of the trips, probably L.A. I was looking at pictures from L.A. earlier. Um. Yeah, it's probably probably the whole Los Angeles trip. That was that was unreal. The All Star Game, my first All Star Game, first home run derby. Got to meet Brian Cranston. We went to the the private poppy party. It's uh, a lot of great stuff. From did LA. I tell you about Chuck Liddell at that party? Did I tell you about that? I, I know he was there, but why did something happen? Did you you punched him? I bumped into him. I did. I bumped into him. I went. Yeah. I, I like went up to the bar. Is it Liddell or Liddell? Isn't it Chuck, Chuck Liddell? Chuck Liddell. Liddell. I don't Chuck, know. It's okay. The Iceman, yeah, dude. The Iceman. You man. punched him. What happened? I yeah. I knocked his ass out, dude. <laughs> no, I went up to the bar and I'm like standing there and I bump elbows with the dude and I turn and I was like, oh, sorry. And I look up and it's the Iceman, Chuck Liddell. <laughs> and I was like, where? And I, we had been in the building for like six minutes. Like, yeah. Where are we? Why are yeah. we here? Um, but yeah, probably LA as a whole. What about you? That was honestly exactly what I was going to say. The LA trip was incredible. Um, you know, Poppy Hall of Fame was good. We were just sweating so much, so much sweat. It was so hot there. And LA was hot too, but like, I feel like we could get out of the heat. In Cooperstown, you go to bars and there's just a couple fans. It's, it's not oh my yet. God, like, I forgot about how hot those, but yeah. And like no AC or anything, and it's not complaining because it's mm. you know it's Cooperstown. I love it. It's my favorite place. It genuinely is my favorite place in the world. Mm. But it was, yeah, you're baking in it the whole time. That Airbnb was great, dude. Catillo showed up at that bar for five minutes and then was like, "It's too hot. I'm going back." Yeah, can't can't Later. do it. Yeah, can't or do it. Hotel. He was taking his laptop out. I'm like, you are not going to be here for more than two seconds. Yeah, like, you're not working bullets. here, dude. Yeah, no, no. Great chicken fingers though. But yeah, I would say L.A. I think LA was was up there. Also, Alex Cora hopping on for episode one was really cool. That was that's great. Like I, I had hit him up about it, and he like immediately called me and was like, "When do you need me?" Like that that was that was real. That was a real cool thing that he did. Where immediately he's like, "Oh, episode one, you know, let me know. I'm there. Let's do it." And I'm like, "Yeah, this this guy's awesome." So yeah, big uh, big aha moment. Right near the beginning of the season there, too, is the, the MLB push notification that I got. Yeah. That's like, that was Alex nice. Cora joins Inside Monster inaugural episode. Like, yeah. Oh, damn. We're here. 
That was pretty cool. I that mean, getting retweets cool. of the Red Sox has been good. You know, the Sox have helped us helped us out a lot, and uh, you know, been a good partner with this. So yeah, I, I just think LA, hard to beat LA. LA was was really one of the coolest trips I've been on. Mm-hmm. All Star is the best. I can't wait for Seattle. I know. Any any All Star trip uh, is just awesome. I want to check out the house from Sleepless in Seattle. And then that, that'll be cool for 10 seconds. Yeah, I love that movie. All the memories I have of that movie are so good. I yeah. love those scenes at that house. What was your favorite scene? Probably when uh, his alarm goes off and he like hits it and he's like, oh, I didn't sleep at all again last night. I guess I'll go be sleepless in Seattle all day. That's probably That's where they got the title scene. from. Yep. Yeah. That's most of the movie is kind of that scene over and over again. Yeah. yeah. You, you talk about Groundhog Day? <laughs> I think, no, I'm talking about uh, the Seattle movie that you, that you Sleepless said. Sleepless in Seattle, Sleepless the one that, in you, Seattle. that you've seen before. Loved it. I went okay. to a concert. I had a good time at that concert. You should have been there. How was Posty? Posty's awesome. And then he died right after, right? Yeah, he's dead. So yeah. we, we saw the last concert he ever did, which is mm. great. Um, but no, saw a couple, uh, couple of Sox folks there. Eric, mm. who is maybe one of the tallest people on the planet and he gets taller every time it's hard to lock down exactly what some of the jobs are for people that work with the red Sox because they have I so know. many different positions but eric's a great dude and it was cool seeing him but i met up um, with uh with your boy i met up with uh pete pete and dj oh, little, little pete little pete him yeah. and dj are inseparable they are obsessed with each other and have been for years <laughs> dude <laughs> so let, let me tell you this real quick so we went to see father john misty who's like a singer songwriter yeah. and he has like I a love full, fjm I know. Yeah, who's your? What's your favorite song? Um, tonight's the night. That is a <laughs> good one, dude. That's a yeah. good one. Um, what genre is this again? Just it, kidding. What? Is- <laughs> <laughs> it's like folk rock, indie rock. Yeah. And um, tonight so like, is the night that we show them. That's like mostly acoustic guitars and like sad, depressing. It's like real anyway, bummer music. Uh, how did anyway. it go? Uh, how did what? Oh, how'd the thing go? Yeah, like, so, Pete. so he's like a like a singer songwriter, and then he has like a band that plays behind him, right? Um, and so we went to a bar, and um, Jackson was there, and um, the band like came there like I, dj or pete knew them and so they came it was like two or three members of the band were there and hanging out with us and uh jackson was talking to their pianist for 45 minutes and then at the end said like hey i hate to do this like but do you mind if i grab a picture like i want to show people i met father john misty <laughs> and just like for <laughs> the better portion of an hour didn't realize that he wasn't talking to the guy that we just saw in concert. <laughs> oh, no. And the guy had to be like, I'm not him. <laughs> Jackson's like, you sh- really? It's like, yeah, you bought a ticket to see him and you're wearing his shirt. And I, I'm obviously not him. That's good. Good Good stuff. Nice. That is, that is funny. Um, yeah. Posty's, Posty's great. He got sick or so he was at the hospital Saturday, but... Concert on Friday was great. The set was so cool. I get pumped when a set is awesome. Like an artist is great, but at a concert, if you're really gonna sell it, you need a baller set, and they had that. So oh, that 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 is good when you show up and you can see it right away, or if like it's covered at first, and then like a 
curtain drops. That's always something. Yeah. To do. Well, the screen behind him was just like, it was like a cool, vintagey, glitchy, like Matrix-ish. I don't know. It was just neat. Mm. They, did, they did a really cool job with it. And he's, talk about a weird looking guy. It's funny when you forget that certain people, you just know Post Malone as being like this big, goofy, you know, he's kind of a pop guy. He's created his own genre, sort of. Mm. And I saw a picture with him and Marcus Smart that uh, Marcus posted on Sunday. And I'm like, Post Malone is one of the funkiest looking dudes on the planet, but he's he's a star. He is a mega star. Like it's, oh yeah, it was cool seeing him. It was cool. Yeah, I hear he's good live too. Yeah, he was really good. He can really sing. Like mm-hmm. he's he's legit. So. Is he actually sick? Is that what's going on? I he had something. He had something happen. I don't know. I mean, it sounded bad. You, it's funny when you can tell that a a statement is absolutely from the artist, mm-hmm. like and not like some PR thing. Like he was. He goes, Boston, I love y'all so bleeping much. On tour, I usually wake up around 4 o'clock p.m. That's immediately when I was like, yeah, I don't think any, <laughs> any age. And it's like, yeah, no PR teams. Like, say that you wake up at 4 p.m. But yeah, he said he's in the hospital, and he had a cracking sound on the right side of his body. Oh, that sounds very bad. Like when he breathed? Yeah, that's yeah. not good. Yeah, it's not good at all. I can't think he treats himself well in the least. Doesn't look like it. So that probably has something to do with it, but yeah, seems like a genuine great dude and had a cool concert. So mm. that was nice. Uh, but yeah, that'll do it. That will do it for this edition of Slide in the DMs. The Red Sox have ten games left. How'd this happen? How did we get here? It's crazy, dude. Ten games left in the 2022 Boston Red Sox season. We're we're riding it out. We are on this ship all the way to the bottom of the ocean. Lenny DiNardo interview this week. He was awesome. We got some more interviews coming up in the near future as we head towards the offseason. For Joey Capone, I am Steve Peralt. Go Sox, kid.